Now, dumbass, stand over there and face that way. And uglies, stand over there facing that way. You know That's what, Sean? What? So, Sean, this is, yeah. You go to hell. Oh, fire! Oh, my goodness! What's the procedure? Yo, why don't you take it down in that? There goes Davis! Oh, my God! Davis is gonna run it all the way back! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Oh, no! coming in through the back door! It's like no one here has worked on TV before. When did you all forsake yourselves? We'll do it live! You dolt. Why would you... That was bad. We should have rolled with I still... Talking to the microphone. You gotta fire. talk. You're gonna, we should have rolled the original. <laughs> I know. The original. That's what I'm upset about. Is that we at least had something going. Yeah. And not we're starting... You're starting a, a lawnmower on a January morning right now. Jim. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome <laughs> back to Get to the Point. We're doing it at 617-779-0985. Just kidding. That is not the actual number. Do not call that number. That is 985 of the Sports Hub phone number. <laughs> You're just deafening everybody here. Yeah, no, what, that's what, the goal. Right. I'm trying to deafen everyone. Uh, See, I can never consistently oh. have Fire's headset right, you know? Don't even have a headset. Or not right. his headset, his mic. Because well, you managed to overmodulate, and then shows, and then now you're really quiet. It just shows my value to this to this program, which is not very high, I guess, in the eyes of you two. God, I can't. I don't know. It's, I, it's I, just I literally a little, have, to, I have spotty. To, I feel like I have to sit here and keep adjusting him. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm gonna stay right here. I'm gonna stay ten and two, both hands on the wheel. Let's get through this. That works. I'm gonna slap you if you scream, Joe. Just <laughs> could you scream. could you just start us? <laughs> I'm gonna slap. You. What do you mean start off? You're starting just us off. Start us off with this. You added all the 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 minutiae oh, here segment. about the okay. Preface the segment. Preface the segment. It was a week old. You know, I wanted to do this yesterday when it was a Thursday. Uh, we were getting this out, but some people had to miss that because they were in Newport diddling around with Amal Lamarca. Oh, was that really? No, that was before, but oh. I, I actually had to go to the Keith LaBelle thing. That was that was true. We watched The Hunting Ground, great informational movie. I recommend it for everybody. Dresses to the issues of sexual assault on college campuses, but let's talk about sports. <laughs> I'd love to. Okay, it's an old topic, but it's something I think that we could talk about is the Sam Darnold news about him seeing ghosts. Picked off again. Deron Harmon. That's just a terrible throw by Sam Darnold. Seeing ghosts. Uh, that mic'd up clip that it was picked up by him on the sidelines during the Monday Night Football game against the New England Patriots. Yep, my um, Patriots, the best defense in the NFL. Thank you very much. <laughs> Literally a fact. You know, he was, he was quoted on saying... Am that I he, wrong? Am I wrong? That's not what we're talking about I'm right just, now. I'm just asking you: is my is is the Patriots the best defense in the NFL? It was quoted that Sam Darnold was okay. seeing ghosts on the sideline during Thank that you. game because of how the Patriots defense Thank was playing you. and how uh, dominant they were and how he was kind of shaken during the game, and that brought up a lot of conversation about whether or not it was ethical for the NFL to to release that audio out into the um into the social media sphere into the ether. As some would say. Yes. So the little bit of context on this is that um, the whole thing with uh, Manish Mehta who put out there that NFL films sign off on it despite ESPN not really giving the full clearance. Uh, and, and one of the, the things that he put in his article is that there's a trust between teams and NFL films to keep comments that could potentially embarrass players, coaches, or teams off air. That's why most mic'd up comments on broadcasts are hardly inflammatory it's supposed to be stuff that's playful it's supposed to be stuff that's not really going to spark anything but instead they decided to make uh for some reason our wi-fi keeps just cutting in and out i don't know what the hell the deal is with that um it hasn't cut in and out for me so. uh, my computer's being weird then okay um it's happening to me too yeah exactly 
But the, the whole point is that you don't want to make NFL players look negative in any light. Now, Le'Veon Bell tweeted within a good reasoning that the NFL screwed Sammy over. There's not one player in the NFL who's cool with having every sideline convo broadcasted to millions. There's a reason why we've never had other quarterbacks frustrated on the sideline like that before. That's crazy. At NFL did Sam dirty as hell. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they did. I think there's been a lot of resistance from a lot of former players coming back about it, uh, saying that that's something that all QBs have, you know, seen before. They have been flustered on the sidelines, and it hasn't been advertised for them. So it's just interesting to think that they, they – I don't I don't know if it's – is it pushing a narrative for the Jets being bad and Sam Darnold being possibly a bust, or is it just they messed up? I, I don't think they were trying to push that. I think the, the thing that they were more so trying to push was that whenever you get a really good quote – it's considered an obligation to put that out there, but something like this where you're essentially recording someone's conversation and he doesn't fully know that. Like at the time he said it, he's not thinking, oh wait, I have a microphone on me. Right. So they, they essentially, I mean, they, they put him on the spot. I mean, but he did have one of the worst games of his career, arguably. I mean, maybe he was just like addressing, maybe he was just addressing like of, of how bad his game was and they just like ran with that because it was... He threw four interceptions and like 50 passing yards. Terrible game. I mean, it was honest analysis from himself. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, yeah. I think it's one thing that we we see these shots where after somebody throws a pick and they come to the sideline and then they're looking at the the tablet and they're like, oh, what the hell just happened? Like, you can see that they're, they're frustrated, but you're not airing them saying like, coach, what the F just happened? Like, I have no effing clue where, where that guy came from. Uh, I missed my re-. – like, them just saying things that indicate that they were looking clueless. So – I, I'm, I'm not really they did, for they it. Did, they did air that. Sam Darnold was talking about how he, he didn't call out the blitz loud enough because the pass was running zero blitzes the whole game. Mm-hmm. And he came out of the sideline saying, yeah, that was my bad. I didn't call it out to the line so they could slide that way. So do you think we're going to get a dial back of NFL uh, mic'd up stuff on the sidelines? Do you think it's all going to be kind of little marshmallow down from the rest of the season here on? I don't I, think it's going to no. be dialed back, but I, I can guarantee the Jets don't let Darnold be mic'd up again because Adam Gase is uh, – actually, we have a quote from him saying that it's it's kind of part of the deal. Obviously, we're never anticipating something like that happening. The fact that it did just gives us pause to really cooperate anymore. So I don't blame them. I don't blame them for thinking like, oh, how do we trust them not to put us on the spot, especially because now we're complaining at them. Right. It's just interesting to see that, that, you know, how far we've come with NFL films and mic'd up on the sidelines. And then to see, you know, we, we really haven't gotten much of this before, like a, a real disgruntlement from players about it. I mean, you see a lot of, you can see people that are clearly not in favor of being mic'd up, like James Harrison with um, Hard Knocks, where he did not want to be on camera all day, every day. Uh, you see that that was kind of one of the first instances where we see the people that don't want to be constantly on film. And now you see Sam Darnold, who I guess didn't mind it, but now he's kind of getting repercussions for being human on the mic'd up uh, segment here. And another thing about this, Jake, and I, this is kind of, it's not a throwaway segment, but it's a segment that I just have questions for you because you're a Pats fan. Okay. And the NFL top 100 characters came in. And as you can assume, there's, you know, big names on there like Terrell Owens, Randy Moss, um, Sure. All these, all, Walter Payton, uh, Mike Dicka, all these big coaches, mm-hmm. all these big players, just because they're characters and they're, you know, energetic on the sidelines, they're energetic during games. But there was also a lot of praise for players that did it their own way and players that would stay out till 2 a.m. Uh, all nights of the week, uh, partying and drinking and celebrating. And it was weird to see a, a big celebration like Sammy Baugh uh, was one of the guys that did it. And then, um, 
let me see here, like Max McGee and Sonny Jurgensen, all these players, uh, Ken Stabler, mm -hmm. uh, were players that were being revered in this top 100 characters list for being anti kind of typical nowadays football players. Now, Fire, what, what do you feel about that as a Patriots fan, which is probably one of the most strict franchises that we've seen in the NFL um, through its, its genesis? Well, I mean, we have also had one of the biggest partiers on our team in the past 10 years, uh, Rob, Rob Gronkowski. Just thinking that. And he, you know, he he definitely did it his own way. He definitely went out, partied, and was the life of the NFL. I mean, look at him now. He's a broadcaster for Fox, or right, CBS? Uh, Yeah, he's like a, a throw-in analyst to go saying. say something funny. He's not actually breaking anything down. He, the whole well, nut comment was... <laughs> wasn't Gronk like 15 on the top 100 or... I know he's he was on the list. Yeah, sure he was on. There. Yeah, there's. I didn't see the full list. I glazed over it. He's definitely on there somewhere. They're not doing their job right if they didn't put Gronk on this list at some point. <laughs> no, he was on the list. It, yeah. it was just interesting for me to think uh, from the, that Pats fan perspective, where it's all about do your job and be part of the team, and we run things like a like a ship around here, and you're gonna you're gonna go our way or it's gonna be the highway. And I guess I don't know. I how does that? I mean. I don't think Gronk is a personality that you can really control. I think you just kind of have to deal with him. And you know, I have heard that Gronk comes to work like when he's there. He's he's working. He's doing his job, doing what he needs to do. But he obviously knows how to celebrate and enjoy the wins and the benefits of being a Patriot. And Joe is a Giants fan with the the boat trip. I mean, let's let's talk. I, about I don't want to talk about the boat trip. <laughs> let's but, just talk about that boat trip here. But okay, what I wanted to get at before I get to the boat trip okay. is I think that what it goes in line with what you're saying, like these guys that are free spirits and do their own thing and they go out and party, you know, immediately after a win or during the Super Bowl week and just doing whatever they want. I think something that goes with it is that these guys are revered for it because they were successful. So those that are successful and go out and do it, people are like, oh my God, this guy is, he was a badass. He does whatever he wants. He's, you know, he likes to have fun. He works hard. He plays hard. Right. But when somebody goes and does it and they're not successful and they're poor, Poor performances on the field, they're just considered to be some bum, an alcoholic, a drug addict, something along those lines. And we don't hear about them as much because they just get pushed down after hearing that narrative once. So it's just the freaks that can play the game yeah. at, at, let, let me no give matter you an what example. level. Gronk is this personality that can play the game as like a good team player, but somebody else that can play the game, but their personality and their ego is inhibiting them now is Antonio Brown. That's a good example. So, like, you can see both huge personalities, Gronk, AB, both two of the best players at their position of all time, but just they can manage it in a different way. I also think another thing that plays into this is that especially the 80s and maybe, if, uh, you know, you could argue this the decade of the 70s before that kind of led into it, a lot of guys were doing a lot of drugs and were drinking a lot. And, like, guys were coming to practice still drunk. Guys were coming to practice on cocaine. They were playing games on cocaine. Like, it's it was a completely different post, era because no one really knew the negative side effects of doing that, and they thought it almost helped them play post, better. Post-game interview beers, like John Riggins would have a yeah. beer after every Smoking every a game. cigarette in the middle of halftime, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. It, I just I think it was a different era because... Ruthless. So you think we just evolved to the past where we can just look at that as a caricature of the NFL? Like, it's just some of these guys have just become... Partially that, but also I don't think as many people really knew the negative side effects of drinking excessively. They're like, oh, I feel kind of crappy. I'm going to... Not in that sense, but like they're like, oh, I can just go out there and play. But now we're so nutrition-based and we're so emphasized on being the best athlete possible, so they're 
focusing on not doing that stuff because they know it's horrible for their body during the game week. We live in a more sensitive world. We can only we can put out certain things on airways and yeah, everything has to be regulated and. Mm-hmm. It's changed. Our world has changed from that time period. So that's actually a good point. Do we also think that maybe some of it is because the NFL has such a grasping hand over these broadcast networks that they're saying if you find something like this or you can't really push this narrative that these guys are drunks, like maybe there's guys that we just straight up don't know about because they haven't gotten in trouble. I mean, it's also like the Calvin Calvin Johnson news where he would go and Mm -hmm. smoke a a blunt every, every after every game. Josh Gordon. He kept getting caught for it, though. That's uh, a- <laughs> I'm just saying, like, a great player, but like... Or Percy Harvin played every game high. You know, it's like... like after, Randy Moss used to do it, too. Yeah, after the game, it's like after they finish, then we kind of get a, a look back into it. So maybe they are trying to... The, the networks are trying to kind of move the hand away to where they're just these gladiators that play football, and then afterwards you can see it's probably not humanity. Even, it's probably not even the networks, though. It's I'm saying it's more that the NFL has control over the networks... Because realistically, once the contract is up and they're renegotiating, they can force somebody out of it extremely easily if they choose to, and they could bring somebody else in. That's true. I mean, the NFL's all—it's yeah. always going to be in a, in a you know one foot in the grave type situation with mm-hmm. all the you know the violent stuff that happens with the NFL players. So if you can, I guess, keep the other foot out of the grave by making these players look a little more polished and, and you know corporate shiny, then you got a yeah. shot. Now, I would also like to. Um, I'd also like to touch on. I saw this stupid question on Twitter, and it, it, I don't it, think it's stupid. It's not, but it has no pertinent information to what would be happening in the NFL this week. But it's something you kind of think back and look on and be like, "Well, well you know, what would I choose?" So, via at the Ryan Michael on Twitter, who I don't even know why I'm following him or why it popped up. Were you but following is, him, or was it like a, a retweet? Or a like, wish I could tell a you, like tweet. Okay, it was which wide receiver pair would you take at the peak of their career? Isaac Bruce and Tim Brown, or Torrey Holt and Steve Smith? So I just want to say, before we break this thing down, I, I was doing the due, due diligence of adding the stats and stuff, and I was trying to see what the base was for pairing them together. Because you have Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt who were teammates, but they're in separate pairings. Right. If you look at it, though, they're all pretty much the same size. So it's like more of the, like all, all four of these guys are more compact, shiftier. All three three of them were at six foot around 190. The only one that wasn't was Steve Smith, who was 5'9", on the heavier side, 195. So it's these smaller, shiftier guys that had great hands, could turn a simple you know, a slant or a drag, turn that into a touchdown. Those types of players, athletic freaks, not the most physically imposing and biggest guys, but flashy and athletic. They're the... They're the B-class Hall of Fame wide receivers. That's what I call them. You you already have your stacked-up class, Jerry yeah. Rice, uh, uh, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, and then, you know, but then the the second class uh, almost of, of the Hall of Fame wide second receivers. Class. <laughs> I, no, no, I'm just, I'm just put, saying they're just different. You wouldn't put Steve Smith first, first class? No. You wouldn't? Well, it, just, if you look at all the stats that I have here, these are all guys that are over – 13,000 receiving yards and 70 touchdowns. But comparatively, I don't think they're all top five in those categories. They're all, each one's up there in different things, but they're not, none of them lead any statistical category and none of them are, are in the, not all of them are in the top five. They're all dominant wide receivers. So it's just what pairing would you rather have if you, uh, if you were a, a coach? Would you rather have Isaac Bruce and Tim Brown or Torrey Holt and Steve Smith? Torrey Holt and Steve Smith. 
Oh, really? Why do you say that? Yeah, why? I just I, I love Steve Smith and Torrey Holt as a player. Torrey Holt I just, on the Rams with uh, Kurt Warner. I just loved how he played, and Steve Smith is just a dog, and I just feel like they, they go well together. And Joe, you. Uh, I mean, I, I, oh, God. This is to go off that also, Torrey Holt played on like the greatest show on turf, like, yeah. the flashy wide receiver. I mean, so did Isaac Bruce. I'm just saying, but like Steve Smith is just like a I'm gonna go get it kind of guy. I feel like they go well. Good little pairing. This is so hard to do because they're all so similar. Like I right. can't say like, oh, I want this pairing because this guy is better than this guy at doing this. There. If I'm picking, I think I'm gonna go with Isaac Bruce and Tim Brown just for the reason that I love Tim Brown. Heisman Trophy winner, played at Notre Dame, um, played for the Raiders for a very, very long time. Was there from '88 to 2003. I, I just kind of respected what he did, and also I, I think that putting him with Isaac Bruce, you have two extremely sure-handed players that can take it to the house on any route that you give them on the route tree. It's the whole X factor here is Steve Smith in, in all of this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tim Brown, Isaac Bruce, and Torrey Holt are all pretty interchangeable. They're all going to give you 1,000 yeah. receptions. They're all going to give you over 13,000 yards and uh, 70 touchdowns in the career. So Steve Smith is the X factor here, and it's just a matter of if you think that he – would be better because if I'm ranking this right now, it's Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, Tim Brown, then or, or Steve Smith, then Tim Brown. But I mean, Tim Brown is a little more consistent as a wide receiver, almost if that makes sense. Just kind of more prototypical. Yeah, I, I think on this list, Tim Brown was the most consistent guy. I think he was in the league the longest out of any of them. But he was always pretty much up until the end of his career, he was that guy that was able to be in the top five at most statistical categories as a receiver. I'm almost leaning towards Torrey Holt and Steve Smith just because of how Steve Smith was performing uh, in the latter half of his career with the Ravens. I think that is making I, – I just think he was so strong at the end of his career. That you would but get Tim a, Brown a full, was – I'm just saying you yeah. would get that – you get that full fifteen years of, of Steve Smith as elite. But the Steve question Smith. is at the peak. Yeah, the yeah, top. we're we're talking that. We're talking like at the peak, fifth year in for all these guys is the average. I just feel like Steve Smith brings so much more to the table. Like I'll probably take Tory Holt and Steve Smith too. Yeah, I, I'm leaning like towards mentally, Steve Smith, but mentally, I, uh, he just rips DB's minds apart. Yeah, and he, he's aggressive. He'll punch you in the mouth. He's hard to take down. That's what I'm saying. And not not because he's sh- just because he's shifty, but he's also a block. He'll throw, yeah, he'll throw a block. Yeah, like, he's an aggressive runner. Those, those stats aren't in here. Like that's the intangibles. True. I don't know. I think I, I just I have to. Tim Brown's my guy. I love Tim Brown. He's one of my favorite receivers. It's the only reason nice. why I'm choosing to stick with it. Again, there's Holt no Smith. Holt Smith. There's no major disparity between these four guys, which is making it so much harder to. Uh, <laughs> to do that. Smith too. I'd like to hear what the, the listeners think also about this. If they think that me and Jake are, on, are off a rocker, if they agree with Joe, uh, whatever that is. And I, I, I think it's going to be pretty split down the middle. Roddy White, Julio Jones. Don't do it. No. Okay. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, we did this a little earlier Lake in the year. Out. But um, – we're changing it up a little. I think. Do we? Do we? Are we good with doing it by positions, or do we? Want yeah, to just I want to make this a re- one each week. I want to make this a reoccurring segment. We should do cube by position each week. Okay, by positions each week. Into we the microphone, it. Jake. Okay, so by we position are, each week. There you go. We are reviving Speak into their ears. We are reviving and now also introducing, if that makes any sense, the shower pissers segment. Uh, this is just because you know we all play college football. We uh, after practice you got to shower, and sometimes you'll just be sitting there showering, and then you'll start smelling some piss in the shower and you just wonder who in their right mind has the nerve to piss in the shower right next to you see yeah who, who would do that i never smell it it's always like 
you either walk in and you see the one dude that's got his hand up on the wall oh. and you're just like, come on. Or you're just, you're showering and then all you can hear is some indirect, you know, obvious <laughs> water stream. And you're just like, that doesn't sound like the shower. And then the first thing you, you notice out of the corner of your eye is that someone is very clearly urinating next to you. And that brought up the idea of which NFL players would be shower pissers. Yeah. And I guess we'll start it off with the QBs here. Um, Wait, since the last that last time we did this, it didn't air. I think we need to open this discussion with some examples. Ha- no, have we all pissed in the shower? I don't piss in the shower at the at the locker room. Do you piss in the shower here? Yeah, sometimes. Have you pissed in the shower in the locker room ever? Like even if it's just just I don't you, piss in that you've, shower, you've Joe. never no, done it. No, nope. right into the drink. I go right into the you, urinal. Have you done it? I have. Yeah, I've done it too. Fire's I, I did it today. You're the, you, you both are. You both don't Wait, care. Fire's done it next to you. Yes. Oh, is that how this think conversation about started? Yes. Think about it. Think about it. I'm saving the environment. I'm not wasting. No, 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 no. This is how it all started. Because oh, I, I was taking no. a shower. Fire's right next to me. Fire's taking a, a, a piss right next to me in the shower. I'm just trying to clean off. And I'm like, oh, okay. See, well, which key, NFL players would be the doing key, this? Folks, is if you're in one of those giant communal style showers, you gotta make it look like you're washing. You know your upper body, and then you kind of just have your, you know, you, you got to kind of try and piss on your legs so no one notices okay. you're doing that. If and that makes nope, any sense, does no, that oh, as a drain. No, but why would you? You got to make it sure no one notices you're doing it. Can we just you gotta get, there's a ways to get away. See, I'm not. He that much doesn't of a, care. I'm not that much of an ass. I'm just lazy. I don't want anyone to be like, oh, what the hell's wrong with nobody, you? Nobody really cares. Just go before uh, you more go More people in. care than you think. Nope. Everybody I'm too late. It's because usually I get in there and I'm like, crap, I had to pee. I'm not gonna get out and go pee. Every person does it. I've seen everybody do it. You've seen well. Clearly, you haven't seen Sean do it. I'm not. Obviously, I haven't seen everybody do it, but I'm assuming that everybody does it. Could we just get no. to the, yeah? Okay, go so ahead. So we'll, we'll start with the quarterbacks. <laughs> Which quarterbacks we think would piss in the shower uh, right next to their teammates and not care about it? Um, okay. So Joe doesn't really care about this segment and he doesn't understand. What so do you just mean? give your answer and then what do we'll, you mean? we'll dive into J- Jake's and I's. Uh, I'm picking Blake Bortles just because my approach the first time we did this is that I'm going for an oaf. I'm going for someone who just looks like a big meathead that's just like, oh, I got to piss, and then they just they just do it. Uh, I think my good example that you can both relate to is that Joe Kenny is the most reoccurring shower pisser on her team. 100%. And, he does it every single and time. And is he not a – he's a great guy, but he's a big oaf. Is he not? He's a big oaf. He's a big oaf. He's a big oaf. Great guy, big oaf. So my, my analysis for this here, from what I've noticed, the people that do it most reoccurring – are the people that, one, don't care about the people around them, two, just straight up don't care about their environment, and also, three, just do it because they feel like doing it, and they don't, they don't, they're oblivious to their surroundings. So I'm picking Blake Bortles. He's not a bright guy. We've seen multiple interviews with him because he is, um, especially the ones he's done with Barstool, just not an intelligent human being, looks like one gigantic oaf. So that's my reasoning for picking him. Jake, please, yours. I'm picking the underwhelming, the underperforming, the consistently, the consistently inconsistent average quarterback. Just not good. Just career about oh my di- god, career <laughs> about to die in Cincinnati. Andy Dalton. So uh, the Around the NFL podcast actually uses Andy Dalton as the median point. Which I think is the most, is. that's like the most accurate analysis I've ever heard is <laughs> he, using Andy Dalton as the median point in the NFL. That is steady Eddie right there. Why he is, is he, why do you think he's a shower pisser? Why would yeah, he do I'm that? Yeah, I'm curious. About I, that. I, I don't, think, I just like, you think Andy Dalton, that guy doesn't care about anything. What? He's in Cincinnati, just like Cincinnati's, <laughs> Cincinnati's, 
Cincinnati, like the Bengals are gross. Like the Bengals are disgusting. I picture them in that gross stadium, that which needs to be rebuilt. Just like posted in the corner, just being just like, all right, I'm just gonna let it go. They're like this team sucks. The city sucks. I suck. <laughs> See, I think, I think I think it's a piss from despair. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Andy Dalton was Blake Bortles before Blake Bortles came around. Not in the sense that he was not a good quarterback, but he was the big oaf before Bortles popped himself. There's into no the league. there's no like high standard. Like he's not trying no, to. Like, prove he's a big like, oaf too. He's what are you talking about. He, I think he. I don't think he does it. You look at how how manicured he is and how his hair is. That's always a perfect, good point. And how he's he's always dressed cleanly. And he's not really somebody that I'm just telling you. If his hair was a little, uh, dude, look at his hair. It tells you everything. All right, would you be surprised if he was a shower pisser? I would. I would because really? I think he is a, a clean person. I think that he uh, takes care of himself and is making sure that he is being portrayed as a clean, well put together quarterback. I'm gonna DM him and say, "Do you piss in the shower?" <laughs> <laughs> not, not a weird question. Just have to know. Sean, before you get to yours, I'm surprised neither none of us picked Jay Cutler because wasn't he on our original I list? On, I put him on before. But yeah, I wanted to stay current. I, I f- yeah, that's fair. But it doesn't have we, to be we, current. If we didn't want to go current, I think Jay Cutler has to be the home run hit, right? I think Jay Cutler is the Hall of Fame shower, shower pisser. pisser. <laughs> He'd probably smoke a cigarette and and piss in the shower too if he after, if he could. I think we should stay current, and then after the end, we do a Hall of Fame, do a Hall of Fame shower. Oh, pisser. I, I that. like that. I like that. Okay, can I get to mine? Or no, it would be like a it would be an all pro team. All I don't <laughs> have a whole roster. <laughs> I like that. Started at running back. Okay, my my quarterback here is Russell Wilson. Okay, terrible. I don't understand I, it. I, this Why? one's also in it. He's you clean, always go for he's the, clean, he's more clean cut than Andy Dolan. No, he's you, not. Okay, yes, man. He Russell is. Wilson. He's got a little gut on him. You know, family he's got a man. wife. Family he's got man. some kids. He's got a gut. What? He's got a little bit of a gut on him. Okay, he's got a little bit of fat he's on having, the face. He's, he's having, a little chub. He's got he, some. He's got some beard hair that he's not really cleaning up every he's week. Having His hair isn't always that great. Season. Oh yeah. I'm not saying he's not a great quarterback. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. But I think that just like a lot of dads, he's just going to go in the shower. And he's going to be exhausted. He's getting a little up there in age also. Mm, I'm it. just saying, you look at his face, you uh, look at it. him, he looks tired. He looks like he's consistently tired. And probably because he works so hard. But if you're that tired, you're probably just going to piss in the shower. And you're going to be like, you know, oh, you know, day's over, pissing in the shower. And that's just what it is. Got to go home. Uh, he's not in amazing shape. but I'll Just look at uh, look at him after I a game and tell me you think he's going to go piss in a urinal before See, he pisses in the, before he goes take a shower. I, the I argument I was looking for was that he's a baseball player, and we can probably all say here that most baseball players would piss in the shower, right? Like, why that's more you, of a baseball. Why, I, why, why are you? Why? No, I just I, I think I think more baseball players oh, are. He's you can't just throw them all into one category. No, he's, I would just. I think that. He's just, you know. Did you play baseball? I did. In high school? I just, I feel like the. Uh, um, I didn't play baseball in high school. I just feel like the general vibe from baseball players is that they care even less, and they're a lot more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? More free spirits than than you would consider an NFL quarterback. Look, I just think Russell Wilson is like a dad of the team. He's got to be the one of the oldest players on the team. He's just surrounded by a whole bunch of young young talent, young guys, and he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm the I'm the big papa here. I'm just gonna piss in the shower. That's my reason reasoning for it. I don't know I, how I you can disagree with that. I can't disagree with it, but I'm I don't agree with it. If that makes if that's fair, that's fine. I think that he does. I think that Russell Wilson pisses in the shower way more than Andy Dalton or Blake Bortles. That's for sure. 
Definitely not. Jake, Joe, Jake, Joe just is there, the laziest option. Out why is that lazy? Yeah, why is that I don't understand. Really, I don't understand how that any thought. Running back, it's plenty kind of thought. Just because no I went thought. with the, just because I went with the guy that was a, a clean cut surefire pick. We didn't come into this. You thing. sat there. You said, "Oh, who's a bomb? Who's kind of who's like, yeah?" Really that's my analysis. Hey, what's he gonna What's he gonna say for running back? Peyton Hillis. No, I'm not picking Peyton. That Hillis. Is probably, that's Peyton, Hill, what you're Peyton Hillis. I think is more clean cut. Brandon Jacobs. Brandon. No, actually, that one's not a bad one. No, yeah. I'm gonna come up with someone good. Big and, big and Ophi. Is there okay? Fournette, is there is there anyone? Eddie Lacy. No. Nah, oh, Leonard Fournette's not a bad. Eddie Lacy. Eddie Lacy is actually a good pick. Yeah, so this is. A, <laughs> he's I, a I just know what candidate. you're gonna pick, Joe. You're, that's what you're gonna do. Hey Eddie, you lose 15 pounds, we give you 50 grand. Hey Jake, can you uh, reach into the fridge, fridge for us real quick? I can't really. Yeah. No. Can you can't uh, really get that? Thanks. Please, please, okay, Dad. Okay, and now so we're gonna get into our second edition here of um, get to the pint. This week we're gonna be. Oh my God. Jeez, almost knocked over his he damn mic. He could have just stood up. He could have just stood up. Oh, my God. We're going to be trying out Bass Pale Ale. Oh, my God. He's... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Is this twist off or do we need... I don't know. I know nothing about this. This is pry off. Pry off. My okay, you got your opener. All right. So, why don't you uh, give, it, <laughs> give us a little... No, don't do that. Are you kidding me? What? This is a like nice-ass table. This is my <laughs> table, you dumbass. <laughs> You, <laughs> you oaf, you <laughs> moron! This is my table. I bought this desk. I bought this desk. There's nothing don't, wrong don't, with it. You, leave you it. marked up my table. It's still going. What right? are you? Yes. What are you talking about? Oh my you, god! This is. I can't believe it. First of all, oh my not god. just the table, but we have thousands of dollars worth of equipment and cable just here. Imagine if you that up and it spilled all over the table. I'd be paying for all this. Oh my this god! Is checked out in my name. Jesus Christ! F- me. Are you gonna cry? No. You're just, <laughs> I, are you gonna? Cry? I am warranted for yelling at you right now. That is the stupidest thing that I have ever seen. Dude, we're not drinking right. beers at a f- party. We're sitting here doing an episode. All right. Let me say, let me say this. The mark that was made is okay. Less than. Admittedly, the mark's not that big. I'm more worried, worried about a few. F- up this equipment and I had to pay uh, You're going to have to edit all of these Fs out. I don't care. I'll gladly do it. It's good content, but Jesus Christ. That is the dumbest thing. I'm sorry, Jake, but that is the dumbest that thing that I've ever seen. so <laughs> funny. Fire. God, know your place. Dad, know where you are. I didn't even do it hard. Fire, that is so... I stopped you before you did it. Funny. <laughs> God. Oh my god! I overmodulated like an MF. I can't even tell you how small the mark is. It's unbelievable. Is I'm not worried about the mark. Here, I'll get a picture of the mark. We'll tweet that out. I'm not. Um. Okay. Put it. Put it next to your finger to see that how small is it is. That is so. I am not as worried about the mark as I would have been funny. if you ruined the equipment. Oh my god. Okay. How much was the desk? Sixty bucks. This was like a, like, it was from IKEA, but it wasn't a cheap desk. He didn't say it wasn't sixty bucks. No, right. it's, it wasn't sixty bucks. It was like two hundred something. All right. It wasn't. Che- it wasn't expensive, but it wasn't cheap. Again, the equipment's worth a thousand dollars. All right, so we're trying out Bass Pale Ale, quoted on the bottle, the world, the world's first pale ale. Uh, apparently, it's a British traditional pale ale. It, right, it uh, comes from the uh, the um, the state of uh, Mr. Uh, Henry Yanakopoulos. Oh, you're really gonna do that to me? Yes. You're really gonna so motion yes. that at me? Funny. You're gonna motion that at me? Hey, fire, yes. get at him. That was wow. So if fire you spill beer, if you spill beer all over the 
uh, the interface and the microphones, and you ruined it, you would you be willing to pay for it? Look how far away it is, Joe. Look at how far away. You it also is have three computers, oh, like one it. of which is worth four thousand dollars. I would pay for that because that was. Do you own the computers? Yeah. Yes. But I also have to pay for these things if you break them. The closest one, the closest the computer to. Oh, you're to just the, drinking. Oh, look. The closest computer to it was my own. I tell you, they did I'm advertise saying, that there's going to be some kind of caramel in here. I'm getting a little bit there's of that. There's caramel? I, I Where? Like Where does it, it well, say it's there's caramel? Like little, I'm just saying. I remember reading up, reading up on about, about okay. it. It's a British beer. It's pretty good. Yeah, I'm not. See, I'm not a huge fan of the pale ale. That's pretty good, actually. Man. I'm digging it. I think it's very smooth. Because sometimes these pa- these pale ales are a little hoppy. You know? Like, they're they're a little bit... They're a little too hoppy for me, right? But this is uh, this is relatively smooth. I'm digging the whole the whole. You pointed out the caramel thing. I'm digging that. <laughs> I know Sean's still just laughing about it. No, yes, this is my favorite segment that we've ever done. Oh my god! I'm gonna come up with a show title for stemming from that segment. Give me that back. No, I'm holding just, it now. Why are you holding it? Because I yelled at you. You can't take me yelling at you for doing something dumb. I don't dumb. care that you yelled at me, Joe. Uh, you seem a little flustered that I yelled at you. Fire, nope. do you think that he overreacted? 150%. Do you think I overreacted? I don't know. I'm still reading the room here. <laughs> well, that's a normal. Re- that's a relatively normal reaction for me. If I actually overreacted, I would have cursed you out more than I did. I just... You're going to have to work so hard to get every bleep in that. I put markers down. Oh, my gosh. I put markers down. We'll be good. Okay. fire. speak your piece, because it looks like you're holding on to some, something. <laughs> Before here. we rate the beer. I just think that was... I was just, like, caught off guard. I was like, wow, that you're yelling because of that. Okay. It was just me being cautious, because, again... I know, Joseph. Okay. If we were on a I table know. on a Friday night, ready to go out, probably wouldn't have batted an eye. Probably like, all right, go ahead. But you did it on this thin table. It's okay, Joe. All right. It's okay, okay Joe. <laughs> Whatever. He's consoling you. <laughs> all right, Sean, what are we rating it? Man. It's also not, oh, it doesn't, it's not overly foamy. Well, because you're starting to drink like an actual human being. Um, <laughs> probably go four or five out of five. Or, or what are we going out of ten? Yeah, did we? Yeah, we did out of ten last time. We did solid numbers. Fine, I'd probably go another eight out of ten. We're doing solid numbers, you said. Yeah, solid uh, numbers. No, uh, no decimals. decimals. I give it a high eight, but an eight, not a nine. I'm gonna say eight, eight as okay. well. Because I think I gave an eight to the uh, the land, land shark. shark. Yeah, I, I think this is up to par with the land shark. I think it is also. I'm gonna enjoy drinking this this weekend before I go to to dockside in Newport. Oh my gosh, what? And we're at Jake Fires water segment. You didn't do the same one as last time. I, forget I thought what it was get refreshed. It was oh my get gosh. refreshed, get, get refreshed, refreshed with Jake Fire. Get okay. refreshed. Get I don't refreshed. have a bottle. Of any I have no brand water today. But it's going. He doesn't with, care about the show. With the uh, Dunkin' Donuts tap water, with good good large cup, lots of ice. That's how you got to do it. A little sip going in. Oh my god! Very crisp. Very crisp. Okay. Very clean, actually. Very good. Hold on, we got another one in. Do do I? Do any of you guys know any like uh, female like backup type singers that we could get to make a like? Well, I'll pay them to make a an opener for I'll that. Give it a six. I'll give it a six. Good quality six water. Six out of ten. Free. It was free. So w- wait, was it like like tap? Yeah, it's like tap. out of it's the. Tap. Yeah, it's out of the, out of the, out of the spout. So 
I'll give it a six. It actually does taste good, though. So you didn't even come in with... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's don't not know even water. It's, he, he said he was going to give a different bo- water yeah, bottle Yeah, I thought review. you were doing bottled water. Okay, I guess yeah. so. If well, you go to... Is that... I guess if you go to... All right, well, and then his number two is not even also is also oh not gosh. water. <laughs> water in the name? It's vitamin water. <laughs> vitamin water. It's the triple uh, X Acai bear, uh, Blueberry Pomegranate. Give it a little sippy. I think it's acai, but who knows? Acai. Good taste. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'd recommend berry. getting the vitamin water, <laughs> vitamin water zero, a lot of sugar in this, not needed. Yeah, that's about that. So it's a, a, a straight up zero? I don't know, I'll give it a... Well, it's not water, so it should get Yeah, I guess it's registering an actual I would also zero. give tap water a zero because it's not bottled water. So we're over for today. Off the rails. Okay. Well, <laughs> no, nah, this might be the best content we had. The are whole we ready show. to? Um, I'd be down to cut the whole right, thing down. And let's just ra- the end of it. <laughs> all right, we'll wrap this up here. Yeah, go ahead. We would also like to um, start doing this one thing where, because we're all pretty big sports fans, we would like to watch a thirty for thirty or an E sixty or an NFL films or some type of sports documentary that neither of us have seen, uh, just so that we can uh, learn a little more about. Uh, different players or aspects of sports or different big events. So uh, later on in the week, we'll be tweeting out which one we're going to be watching. I believe it's the Bill and Bill uh, 30 for 30. Let me, um, or, uh, I think it's the two life. Bills. The two the Bills. Have you seen that one, Jake? Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick. Have no, you seen that I one? I do want to watch that. Okay. You see so that, that's, oh, that's it's, probably the it's one. called the two Bills. It's about Bill Belichick, Bill Parcells, 30 for 30. Um, is this link you sent me the trailer or is it the full thing? No, that's the full thing. It's like, it's like two right. bucks on YouTube. All right. So we'll, oh, we have to pay for it. Well, I do. It's two bucks. All right, we'll pay for it. All right, so yeah, that's what we're going to be reviewing for next week's episode. All three of us are going to watch it, give you a little thoughts at the end of the show here about the two bills. We just want to learn a little more about sports, and uh, maybe if you want to watch it too, give us some thoughts about which ones you want us to see also. Uh, Joe, close us out with some housekeeping here. Uh, follow us on Twitter at GTTP Podcast. Follow Sean on Twitter at SeanAnderson65. Follow me on Twitter at Joe DeLeon, D-E-L-E-O-N-E. And Jake Farrar does not have social media. Uh, if you want to find him, you got to throw a rock at his house, and maybe he'll come out and talk to you. That's fair. Because he doesn't, um, I mean, even if he had one, he doesn't believe in, in tweeting things out. Um, you know, things he participates in and, and shows up to do the work for. Yeah. It's <laughs> not paying attention. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll catch you on next week. Yeah, we're gonna keep, yeah. We'll come back next week with all the, uh, the trappings for you.